0: Hello and welcome to the Colorism Healing Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sarah L. Webb. Hey y'all, welcome back for episode three of the Word Wise Web. I am Dr. Webb, and I'm really excited about this week's topic because it's something I'm really passionate about, and it's also something that has made a huge difference for me in my personal life. That is language and affirmation. So I wanna start by talking about language. Language, we usually think of it as words and phrases and verbal speech and written speech are written words and communication. Language could also be body language, nonverbal communication, it could be visual language, how colors are coordinated, how shapes and sizes um, are symmetrical or not, right? So there are so many different kinds of language. But I think, Spoken language or written language, words and sentences and letters and numbers are one of the most powerful inventions of humanity. Sure, because I'm a writer and I'm an English professor and I'm a word nerd, I might be overstating that, but from my perspective, from my worldview, language is so powerful. We don't have to take long reflecting on the role that language plays in our lives, right? So language. We use language to determine our laws, our justice system. We use language to write our history and convey our history. We use language to communicate to other people in public. We most often use language to make a living and we use language to um, express our feelings, right? To express our inner world. And then language also conditions us, influences us. We can use language to persuade people to act a certain way or to believe a certain way. That rhetoric that politicians use, or the rhetoric that parents use to convince their children of something, or the rhetoric that educators use to motivate students to learn, right? Or that they sometimes use poorly and demotivate students from learning. So language has a huge influence on our perceptions of the world, how we feel, how we feel about others, how we feel about ourselves. And so for that reason, I think taking the time out to really appreciate language and appreciate the power of language can benefit all of us. So in terms of my writing tip for this week, I encourage all of you to fall in love with language, to learn, to love language. As you can tell, I love language and I also love alliteration, www.lll love alliteration. So learning to love language is most applicable if you actually want to be a writer, you want to be a speaker, you really are passionate about communication in some way. This piece of advice might not be super useful for people who just communicate to get by or to get the job done or who only write out of obligation, right? But if you really do want to become masterful at communication, masterful at writing and speaking, then learning to love language, learning to love word choice and sentence construction and what words have certain connotations if you put them next to other words, right? That kind of dexterity, developing that kind of dexterity requires that you're actually interested in language, right? That you actually do find the process of composing language and writing and speech. An enjoyable process, that you find some joy or fun in that. That doesn't mean it's easy to do that. Doesn't mean the effort, there's not a lot of effort required, but you enjoy putting in that effort. Just like someone who loves playing basketball, it's rigorous exercise, but they derive great pleasure from putting in that work. Now, the second part of this is affirmation. So I define affirmation as an idea or a statement that supports a belief or an idea, right? So it can be a sentence, a phrase, a word that's used to support a belief or a concept. Affirmations are a necessary part of colorism healing, for sure. I think affirmations and the language that we speak to ourselves can be a great way to engage in that healing process. It has been a lifesaver for me in terms of my own personal healing, to use a process of self-affirmation through writing, through language. So being more conscious about the words that I speak to myself, the words that I put out in the world. And it's really difficult to break bad habits of talk negative self-talk, of using disparaging words, right? And many of us, the reason why we have wounds or trauma in the past, it's because we did not receive affirmation or we were not taught what affirmation sounds like or we grew up in an environment where giving affirmation to people was perceived as a weakness right and so to toughen people up or tough love people were disparaged or bullied or teased right and that's seen as taking that negative talk as being up in a position of power right so the positive affirmations being something that people shy away from because they think it'll make you weak or they think it'll make you soft right and there is a danger in relying too much on positive affirmations especially externally but it's more important to think about the language that you use for yourself and to yourself and so that's really what my focus is for affirmations is not seeking it from other people but being able to affirm yourself and speak good and positively towards yourself so my favorite affirmation is I am enough. I really believe that at the core of a lot of my struggles, a lot of my pain and hurt throughout my life has boiled down to the belief of whether or not I am enough as I am. Am I enough if I don't speak five languages fluently? Am I enough if I don't have X amount of college degrees? Am I enough if my body is not a certain size or shape? Am I enough if my hair is not a certain length or texture, right? And so using the affirmation of I am enough for myself as I am, I am enough, the work I've done is enough has been a big part of my own healing. Um, I've been using affirmations to support my mental health for several years now, and I looked for the composition book that I started writing these down in many years ago, and I am not able to find it. I don't know if I actually have it anymore, but I have a notebook or had a notebook, a blue composition notebook that had at least 500, maybe even 700, approaching 1,000, if not a 1,000 affirmations in various forms on various subject matters, okay? Um I know that being a Gemini, right, we tend to be communicators. We love to communicate, we love conversation, we love language. So that's kind of a natural part of my personality is that language and communicating is very important to me. So I've used that to learn how to communicate better to myself. Now, there are a lot of people who say affirmations don't work for them, and that's fine. There are just as many people, plenty of people who say affirmations are very useful to them. I am one of those people. I vouch for affirmations as it has personally worked for me and I continue to use them. And at various points in my life, I've relied on them more than others, right? So if I am having a particularly difficult time or particularly triggered by something, then I lean more heavily on my affirmations. So I wanna close out this week's episode by giving you some strategies or some ideas for how you might start using affirmations for yourself. So first you can Google, there are plenty of affirmations available online. So if you're not sure where to start, you can start with I am enough. And then you can also just do a quick Google search for positive affirmations. Now, some things you might do that will help them work for you is one, to write them down. You can write them down regularly or repeatedly. Say them out loud. So instead of just reading them, say them out loud, use your voice, get that vibration from your diaphragm up through your throat, lips, teeth, all the things, all the mechanisms and body parts that have to vibrate And move in sync in order for us to speak, I think helps to really entrench the positivity and that positive vibe within yourself. Another thing is to post them in sites where you will see them often bathroom mirrors, microwaves, car windows, maybe not car windows if you're driving, but um, computer monitors right above your bed using post-it notes or posters. Then I would say you can use them daily. Another option is that you can use them as needed. So it's up to you depending on how much you want to retrain your negative self-talk. You can use it daily or only when you're feeling particularly down on a day or a few days. Carry some with you. So I like to write them on index cards. If there's one kind of affirmation that I really need at that time, like maybe I'm really struggling with um, things in my career or my job. So I'll create or find an affirmation that pertains to that. And I'll carry it with me throughout the day, keep it in my wallet or my pocket or my purse, and I can pull it out every now and then just to help remind me about it. Then you can create general lists and specific lists. So there are general affirmations like I am enough. And then there are specific affirmations like I have enough skill to get a job, right? Or I have enough talent to earn a living, right? And then you can create your own original affirmation. So sometimes you'll do Google searches and there's nothing that really applies to your specific situation. So that's when you can take models and create something that's really super specific to you. So if you are have a competition coming up, if you're an athlete, you can make an affirmation for that specific competition or that specific match. Um, some other things, you can borrow quotes from books and speeches. So sometimes just a positive quote are people who like Bible verses or um, other lines from poetry or movies, right, that really pump you up. Song lyrics, those can be added to your list of affirmations. Then you can put them on T-shirts and jewelry. So my sister bought me a bracelet with I am enough on it for one of my birthdays. You can put them on notebooks, on coffee mugs, right? Things that you interact with often to kind of remind you of the language that you're using, particularly to talk about yourself. You can create artwork out of them. So if you, it's also cathartic to create artwork, but you can use markers, you can use posters. You can, if you are actually a visual artist, you can do some illustrations or paintings, right? With the positive affirmations on them you can rehearse them first thing in the morning or rehearse them right before falling asleep. So there's some scientific research that suggests that when your brain waves are sort of half asleep, half awake, when you're in that state where you're either waking up or falling asleep, that your mind is more suggestible, right? That's kind of how hypnosis works. And so putting that positive language into your mind when your brain is relaxed and you're not defensive and it's more, open to suggestion really helps solidify the positive language and then one thing i've done in the past too is recorded myself saying positive affirmations and then i use that in my earphones when i'm out or driving in my car and i'll listen to myself saying positive affirmations to myself so again the goal for me was to improve the language that I use when I'm speaking to myself, to learn how to talk to myself in a way that is edifying and empowering and honest and truthful, but also um, affirming. And then a couple more suggestions. You can write poetry inspired by your affirmations. You know, I had to throw that in there. You could write essays or other short stories, write based on that affirmation to really help drive a different narrative other than the negative one that has kind of kept us stuck and then, a really easy one that I've used very often is to make the affirmation your screensaver, either on your cell phone or your tablet or your computer or your laptop or your TV, even um, a quick way to use your technology, especially since we're always on our phones anyway. I often put positive words, positive language in those places as well. So, that concludes the video for this week. I hope it helps. I know. Positive affirmations are not new to people. And I know that thinking about learning to love language, again, seems like a strange writing tip because it's not actually about writing per se, but it is the gateway to better writing. I do believe that actually loving language in the process of using language and composing language is a gateway drug, so to speak, to becoming more passionate and more skillful in using language, particularly, particularly in writing. Um, let me know what you think. If you have used positive affirmations yourself, or if you have learned to fall in love with language, how did you do that? Um, and let's share some positive language with each other now. And yeah, so I'll leave you all with that. And I look forward to seeing you all next week. I know what the topic is going to be, but you'll just have to stay tuned to find out what that is.